Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Yeah! Oh yeah. Dig it. I <laughs> love that funky Christmas holiday music. Okay, here we go. Hey, welcome to episode 46 and... The last episode of season one. We made it almost a full year. I think this started, I originally posted the trailer uh, the second or third week of January. I'd have to go back and check. But yes, we have made it further than a majority of the podcasts out there that get started and they fizzle out before the 10th episode. Huge, huge, huge percentage out there. So yay for all of you, because if you weren't tuning in, I wouldn't keep being here posting stuff for you to listen to. So yay for all of you. And with that in mind, we have been listened to since the beginning of this podcast, season one, a total of 84 countries have tuned in, as well as a total of, oh my gosh, 943 cities that's around the globe. Every major continent we have listeners. You guys are amazing. That jazzes me up. Oh my gosh. Okay, what do we got? We got a ton of stuff to talk about for the uh, end of year recap or I don't know what this is. This is the holiday special, I guess. I guess we'll call this the holiday special. I was going to have a Christmas special, and it was going to be me and Monir and Tim again, but uh, Monir was getting just hammered with emails, and Tim, well, he's preparing. Well, he's on his way now. As I record this, he's on his way to Egypt. So he was, he had a lot to do and it just didn't come together. And then I was thinking about doing a dramatic Christmas reading, but I wasn't practiced up and that didn't come together. So sometimes when it doesn't, I just needed some downtime. You know what I mean? So I guess this is going to be the holiday special because we're right between Christmas and New Year's. So long explanation for a very short topic. Okay, so I have a list of things to talk about here. And I'm going to probably have some rustling of paperwork as I cross stuff off, this, that, and the other. So, holiday stuff. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. New Year's resolutions. I don't recommend it. Don't do it. Just don't go there. There is, you know, I've noticed over the years it gets worse and worse. It's kind of a joke nowadays. Oh, no, New Year's resolutions and you break them a week later or two weeks later or whatever it happens to be if you're eating healthier, exercising, ah, and it goes out the window after whatever. It's almost a joke now, so just don't play into it. There's, I think there's a whole psyche and collective consciousness attached to that. So, you know, when you have some downtime the first week or two of the year, make a point to make some time to go over stuff that you want to make changes in your life for the upcoming year to make it the best year ever and make it stuff that isn't out of reach, something you can succeed at, something you're willing to do, something you've been ramping up for anyway, and you make it easy. You could do magic for this stuff. 
In fact, I would suggest in making a list of goal type things, keep that list short. Don't overwhelm yourself because then you're going to give up. It's going to be too much. Make one or two major things that you want to change or improve in your life in the upcoming year or achieve, whatever that is. And what changes you need to make in your life to achieve those goals, as well as maybe some magic strategies to go with that and get your books out and have fun with it. Structure your magic. Maybe maybe one of those goals is just doing more magic and getting better at your magic. Okay, they don't have to be big lofty goals. Make them attainable and make them fun. Another good one that I'm going to engage in probably is just to make more time in my life for things so I can do more meaningful things and less of the toxic or unmeaningful things. So I don't really watch a lot of television and I only have antenna TV. I don't pay for uh, cable or anything, but you know, I have the TV on here and there throughout the week. And I'm listening to the radio more. I'm probably going to listen to more podcasts. And I tend to get more productive when I'm doing stuff like that. I'll put on some headphones or something and I'll do stuff around the house or I'll work on stuff. And oh my gosh, I got activities coming up. I have to engage in because I I got to make stuff because I got a website coming up. More on that in a minute. But yeah, write yourself some goals that you want to bring in in your life. And here again, A good one to start with is making more time in your week and figuring out how to multitask a little bit easier and make your life easier. Make it a fun challenge for yourself. And you know what? You're going to start seeing the benefits of that instantly because you're going to have more free time to do other things. And then on your list of goals, put a hobby in there or uh, more reading or more time with the kids, more time with the wife, more time with the dog, you know, whatever sings to your soul. Do some self-care time in there that's fun. And that's a big thing. I think people take on stuff that stresses them out and it's too big. If you're going to do something like you want to exercise more, figure out a way to do it. Start off around the house. Maybe you want to do some Tai Chi. Maybe you want to do 10 minutes of stretching in the morning while your coffee's brewing. Okay. Keep it simple and keep it enjoyable and at a time of day that makes sense to do it so you're not trying to do too much with that. A lot of people go gung-ho and they spend a ton of money on gym memberships and workout clothes and this and that, and they're nowhere near that. You need to get some stretching in first. You need to get some gentle yoga that's just going to get you some flexibility and de-stress a little bit. Maybe you walk your dog for an extra 10 minutes a day to start with. Okay. Keep it attainable and keep it enjoyable. Don't do anything that you're going to hate either. If if you're doing it because you think you have to, because, oh, I have this impression that I can only lose weight by running on a treadmill, it, you're going to fail. Okay. Walk your dog an extra 10 minutes a day at a little bit faster pace. Okay. You can work on your guardian angel relationship while you're doing something like that. Multitask. There you go. See what I mean? And get creative with it, but have fun. So make those goals attainable, fun, incorporate magic into it, and learn how to do some magic strategies. You know, what do you got to accomplish first? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters, call your favorite spirit, okay? Figure out the best spirit. Maybe that is your guardian angel. Maybe you start working with your guardian angel by inviting it to help you with some of these tasks. Your guardian angel is going to be really good for that shadow work and that self-work and that making yourself the best you. They're not going to be good for, you know, getting the best deal on a car, probably. They might, you know, ask them. 
I'm not going to shoot that down. Ask them. They're there to help you. Maybe they can put in a call to their friends and they know some of the big guns out there that specialize in that. Okay, they'll make that phone call for you. Sure. Talk to them. What do you got to lose? Point is, figure out a way to make more time for magic, make more time for yourself, and make your life more meaningful in some way. Figure out a goal, make it fun, make your day better because of it, make you better because of it, and make it easy. It doesn't even have to be big, okay? Maybe you take better care of your house plant. I don't know. You got it. You know what I mean. Another goal I wanted to mention, if you can't come up with any of that in the upcoming year, make a point every week, every month to clean out stuff from your life that no longer serves you. Get rid of the toxicity. And that could be maybe you're hanging on to stuff that you don't need and you're never going to use again, but you paid money for it and you just don't want to let it go. Okay, well, you know what? Take it to the thrift store if it's in good condition. Mark it down. Make a list. And if you donate a lot of stuff, you can claim that on the taxes at the end of the year for the next year, whatever. You're going to clean out clutter when you organize and you clean out clutter and you get rid of stuff in your closet you haven't worn in 12 years or it's so far out of style it's ridiculous or whatever the case is or you just don't have a use for it anymore. Uh, You're not into that sports team now. If you're not going to wear it, it's worn out clutter, papers you're hanging on to, magazines you're hanging on to and all that. Some of that, all that extra funk in your life collects funk, right? You're going to feel better. Do a deep cleaning on your house, okay? Sing to the angels while you're doing it. Sing to yourself while you're doing it. Put on some good music. Don't do it all at once. Tackle one room. Start with a bathroom. Start with your kitchen. Start somewhere where you spend the most time, organize it, and have a a junk box that you're going to throw out every week and that goes out with the garbage every week because it's just not donatable and you're not going to make someone else's life heck by that, by donating garbage. Don't donate broken stuff. Don't donate dirty stuff. Launder your clothes before you donate them. Be considerate. They don't have washing machines. They don't sit there and launder everything. So be considerate and don't use it as a place to drop off garbage. If if it's not something that's in usable, sellable condition that you wouldn't look at at a garage sale or at a thrift store and go, oh yeah, yeah, I'd pay two bucks for that. Don't donate it. Throw it in the garbage. Okay? Pitch it. So yeah, just get rid of what no longer serves you. If, you know, I take on a lot of hobbies. I take on too many hobbies. And some of those are hobbies that I was curious about and I'm just never going to do again. I'm going to donate all that. I'm going to get rid of clutter in my art studio, my little art room, and focus on what I enjoy doing and what I'm currently active in and use that space for something else, right? So I hope that's some ideas that can serve you in the upcoming year. I guarantee it will make your life better. I promise you it'll make your life better. Get rid of that which no longer serves you and think of ways that you can use magic to better your life, learn how to structure your magic better, and find those self-improvement projects. Find a couple of things that you want to work on and then be active, commit to working on it. Maybe that's just as simple as getting consistent about your gratitude journal. Okay. That's easy. You can't fail at that easily. Set it by your bed and, you know, engage in that every night. Do something that's going to enrich your life that you can look back on and go, wow, yeah, I'm better for that. That's a good starting place. Okay. I hope that's inspirational. Next recap on guardian angels. So this could fit into this too. One of the biggest takeaways from this past month 
is that for hundreds of years, it's secret information. You can't have that. It's a complicated process. You've got to self-isolate. It's hard. You could go through 18 months and still not reach your guardian angel and whatever. You know what? Don't make it hard. Get a copy of Damon Brand's book. And then the number one rule that you've got to remember, if you want to make contact with any angel, okay, let alone your guardian team, ask, invite them. You have to welcome them into your life and ask them to be an active part in your life and help you. And then ask them to help you in different ways. And Damon Brand in his book, Magical Destiny, that I talked about a couple weeks back, that has some excellent, excellent ideas. Ask them to help you uh, shoulder emotional burdens. Ask them to share in your pain. Ask them for companionship. Ask them that you can feel their presence. Maybe you won't hear them, but maybe there's going to be a part of your psyche that's like, yeah, I feel like I'm being listened to. Yeah, I feel like someone is there. And then talk to them. Say hi to them. Get to know them. Have fun. Enjoy it. Make it a lifelong process. You won't regret it. That can be your number one step to working with angels. Also, they can help you with clarity on messages and clarity for uh, messages to other angels to help communicate your needs to other angels when you do other angel work or other spirit work. Ask that your guardian angel help translate for you if you're not wording your requests right. They know what you want. They know you better than anyone. Good way to incorporate some safety uh, nets, you know, into your magic so you don't have those fail moments. See if it works. I know that since I've been getting to know my angel team for the past, I don't know how many months, six months or more, my magic's gotten way better, way better. So you have everything to gain by that. And then also, don't forget, when I had Karen on last week, she mentioned we had actually message from her guardian angel, as well as the guides, the collection of spirits that she calls the guides. And that was some powerful stuff in its simplicity. Go back and listen to that. But at one point in time, it was mentioned, look at the sunset, look at the sunrise. And those are two really good times to connect with your angels. Good times a day. It's a good time of reflection. It's nature. It's a powerful moment in each day. Sunrise and sunset. It goes hand in hand with that thing I was talking about. Take walks, take note of nature. Okay. All of that comes from the divine. They have respect for the divine. They're a direct employee of the divine, okay? And they are your personal attorney. They're your personal bodyguard. They're your personal advisor. So learn how to connect with them in in different ways that you've probably never thought of, right? And then listen to those subtle cues. You're going to get signs, cues, thoughts, ideas that maybe are a little bit unique that you've never experienced before, or if it's signs and you're needing advice or direction or something. A lot of times signs will happen when I'm currently thinking of something. It will always be something that's going to click with your psyche. You're going to recognize it. It can be very, very, very subtle and mundane and very nothing and meaningless to anyone else. But to you, you're going to go, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the answer I needed for that question. Okay. You can ask them for companionship too. If you don't know what to ask them for, ask them for companionship so you're never lonely and talk to them. It's a really great way to make contact with your guardian angel. And pretty soon before you know it, 
There's going to come a day that you're going to go, wait a minute. Yes, I am connected with my guardian angel. I do realize it. I do feel them. You're going to have an aha moment. Okay. So keep practicing, keep inviting them into your life and don't let up on it. And really the only really real requirement is to A, ask, invite them, ask them into your life, ask them for their help, ask them for their companionship. And then it goes beyond, for me, it goes beyond a belief of them being there in your life. Know that they're there. I think Karen mentioned that also. She grew up just knowing she had an angel. Know that they're there. Don't doubt it. And know that they can hear you even if you aren't good at hearing them yet. And phrase it that way. You're going to get there. It may be later today. It may be tomorrow. It may be a month from now. Maybe it'll be four years from now before you really tune into that and realize what it is. But the more I've been working with my angels, the more I'm convinced they are there from the moment you're conceived till the moment you take your last breath. And their energies are very, very intertwined and synced up to our energies. And that might be why everyone has such a hard time hearing them. I started thinking about it. I mentioned it to Karen in that last episode. And the more I thought about it, the more it makes sense to me. These angels, they're your guides and they're with you your entire life. So your energies are intermingled and it's hard to hear them, right? And society tells us imaginary friends aren't real. You know, it's not real. It's it's not in reality. It shuts off our imagination with spirit communication and everything. And then when we enter into an occult practice and we start using other spirits, a lot of times we can hear them, we can sense them. Well, if you think about it, they're going to have radically different energies. It's going to be different. It's easier to tune in and hear that difference or feel that difference or sense that difference. Our guardian angels are always there, really tuned in. You're going to have to ask their help for you to be able to sense them properly. So go experiment, go learn, see what works for you. There's no right or wrong. Just go figure it out. And that's the only way to do it. Just jump right in. Okay, so let's see. We covered don't do a New Year's resolution. Just make some easy changes, right? Pick something to bring into your life. Pick something to take out of your life. Whatever works for you. Do something that makes sense for you. And by all means, consider making more time. Set in your head as to making more time in your day for things that are more meaningful in some way. Even if it's a couple minutes. De-stress. Whatever. Make your life better. Take the end of this year to go into next year and de-stress a little, make your life better in some way. Now, a little bit of magic. And this goes back. Do you remember the early episode where I talked about Ellen? Still have not found Ellen yet, but we do have an update on the Ellen quest. Are you ready? Okay. So listener and one of my friends on Facebook, listener Desiree, she talked to me a while back. She sent me some pictures. She went to the blog, found the pictures I posted of Ellen, and her family's in the Wisconsin area. And she sent me some pictures. They kind of have the same face structure and look as Ellen. She's like, wow, this could be a cousin or someone. She passed the picture around her family. Nobody recognized it, so it was a dead end. But hey, you know what, Desiree, I appreciate the effort. And it, you know, it's never left my head. But hand in hand with that, right about that same time, I may have found a remote lead to Ellen. So we'll see where that goes. I I don't know. I'm going to be very vague about that because it's vague for me right now. So we'll just leave it at that. But Ellen taught me one of my New Year fundamental K2 
candle magic efforts that I've done year after year, and it always works. This is fun, so I'm going to teach this to you for the New Year's presentation. New Year's candle. There's no right or wrong way to do it. But the easiest way is to get a long taper candle. So even if you go to the grocery store or Walmart or somewhere and get like emergency candles, little white taper emergency candles, or go to the, um, if you're at your grocery store, you can go get, there's candles there for, you know, dinner candles. They always sell incense and candles in a little tiny small section usually. No right or wrong. Pick out a color that's meaningful to you or just use white, white substitutes for everything. And get a toothpick or a pen that you don't mind screwing up or one that's out of ink or something so you can kind of scribe. And just start writing onto the candle different things that you want to bring into your life. So maybe this goes hand in hand with those goals or wishes for good people or energies towards others. Think of some positive things to scribe into that candle that you want to bring into your life. You know, a better attitude, a more positive attitude, less stress. Less time in front of the TV, more time with your family. I don't know. Whatever makes sense. And put those desires and wants and needs and wishes out into the universe. You're going to anoint it with some oil. If you've got some frankincense oil, if you've got some myrrh oil, great. Hey, use it. If you've got some olive oil, olive oil is great too. Hey, even coconut oil. Use something you've got on hand, but anoint it with oil and put your intentions into it that these are the positive changes of the positive things that you wish to bring into your life in the upcoming year. Now you want to light that candle at the end of 2021. So somewhere in the evening, late evening of 2021 and let it burn through into the new year. So it is still lit and burning down into 2022, and you want that candle to burn down 100%. If you need to go out because you've got plans or whatever, that's cool. The workaround I have for that is I plug up the sink or a tub even, and I put the candle in a candle holder that can sit in a little shallow container of water. And here again, I use a sink or I use a tub because if for some reason that thing falls over, it's going to fall into water and it can't burn anything. If you use it in a tub, make sure that there's no shower curtains or anything that could be close and make sure that there's nothing above the candle anywhere near that, you know, there's plenty of space where there's no heat that's going to accumulate and damage anything that way or cause any problems. It's never good to leave a candle unattended I've done this year after year, a couple different times when I've uh, had plans and I needed to leave the house. I just make sure that whatever I'm putting it in, a tub or sink, is securely plugged up and there's no leaks so it'll retain that water and that that candle holder sits in that pool of water so that in the worst case scenario, it's just going to fizzle out into the water, okay? And let that burn down into the new year. Then forget about it. Totally forget about it. It's all you got to do. Really easy candle magic to do that way. And if you don't have a taper candle, use a tea light. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a candle and they're very, very, very inexpensive and they're just as effective. The shape of the candle doesn't matter too much. There are traditions that use different shapes of candles and symbolic shapes of candles. If that's your gig, hey, do it. If it helps you visualize, hey, do it. It'll just empower everything all the more. I always like to offer realistic 
easy options that a person can go get anywhere in their area very cheaply and very easily and do really powerful magic with. So there's your options. Mail's in. Oh, mail's in. Auntie Eden actually sent an emergency wire this week and had a channeling for the new year. Powerful one. Very powerful. Archangel Gabrielle. I was stunned when I saw this one. Let's just get right into it. Shasta, I wish you a happy new year. I hope your Christmas was a good one. This is a last minute new year message for your listeners from the Archangel Gabrielle. The words of the Archangel Gabrielle. Do not despair, for I bring you a message from he that is most high. And that message is that you have not been abandoned. We are aware of the times that you live, and we have been watching intently. The curse of every angel is that we must watch suffering and not be able to help. We can only render assistance when asked, and if we are not asked, we can do nothing. Humans create many of their own problems, and therefore humans must fix them. Do you think that God created tyranny or greed or slavery? These are your own inventions. Humanity has a tendency to create their own hardships, and we thought the normal trials presented by nature would be enough. However, we are compassionate incarnate, and we still aim to be of service. We answer when called, and we do what we can. However, humans make it difficult for us to help. Yet we carry on, hoping to make dents in suffering where we can, with the help of whichever humans that we can recruit. At times like this, it can be difficult to sense our presence, yet we are there, like the last twig that is holding the bridge intact. The light shines ever forth, and it will outlast any darkness. It shines down upon you, nurturing you, if you don't shut it out. We cannot fix your world, but we can shine. Shine in the dark when there are no other lights to be found. Humans must tire of their tragedy and put an end to it. Rebuild in fairness and trust. We will do what we always do. We will patiently wait until we hear cries for help. May the light bless you and keep you this year's end. Whoa. Oh my gosh. I had a really hard time reading that, people. I'm sure you heard it in my voice. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that for the New Year's. And what is it that... Karen and I discussed and what I've told you and what I said a little bit ago, in order to get angels help, you have to ask. If you want your guardians in your life, you have to invite them in. You have to ask. If you want any other angel to help you, you have to ask them. You have to task them. You have to invite them to help you. So that is one of the key foundations of all magic and of all things when it comes to working with angels. Ask them. Invite them. But Rex, just lay down. Sorry about that. The giant dog is in the studio and he likes to try to rearrange his bed on his own and he doesn't know how because he doesn't have opposable thumbs. He exhausted his cookie supply before I even started recording this. Okay, so I alluded to something earlier. What is coming up in the upcoming season? What is coming up in the upcoming year? 2022? Woohoo! Okay, 
Well, I don't want to blow the surprise for everything because I do want to have Tim present for this so he can be part of this. So he'll talk a little bit more about the stuff he's making. All I can say is that he is making some amazing, amazing, amazing sigil plates that just wow. And he's doing his own consecrations and all sorts of stuff with this. So um, when he's back, we might even be doing like a, um, something where we do a, a YouTube presentation also with Zoom and uh, put some video out so we can hold stuff up. So that might be kind of cool. He's been doing a lot of work with the Solomonic Pentacles and learning some of this more ceremonial magic. So he's going to offer some tools really geared in that direction, but we're hoping to make them a little bit more user-friendly for people that don't know what this magic is. We're kind of working the kinks out on that, but at the very least, he's going to have these really amazing tools for some of those of you out there who are really into the more ceremonial stuff and that really like that ancient Hebrew um, and some of those references. So we'll get into that and we'll give you details on that at a later time. I have been working on the Ouija board project, the talking spirit board project, if you will. And um, I'm not going to call them Ouija boards because that is a trademark name. So I can't use that. Mine are going to be talking spirit boards. Now I have bought some molds. I'm using epoxy resin and I'm learning some really, really cool special effects techniques. I'm making some other stuff too, but I'm making some specialty planchettes. I'm making some really cool uh, miniature boards from pre-made molds. But what I'm finding is they work really, really well. And the smaller size is kind of like how cell phones have gotten smaller over the years. They're just quicker and they're really easy to use. So I'm making them very interesting. I'm really putting my heart into that. Novelty boards. So they're a little bit more fun, jovial, still functional. Everything I'm going to make is going to be a functional talking spirit board. And then I'm going to have some more serious ones. And then also, as I have discussed with Karen Dahlman, I will have the flowers, seeds, baubles, and beads edition in her honor. And I'm also going to have some other ones that are going to be more like a traditional board game, like what you would purchase when you buy a Ouija board. And it's just like a, a game board, you know, so it won't be resin. Uh, working on a plan with that one for both novelty as well as more serious designs. I'm not doing anything goth with these. I'm not doing anything, you know, the spooky thing. I'm trying to change the, the the whole face of the talking spirit board and make them friendlier and less daunting. There is a ton of the whole spooky theme and the scary theme and the Halloween theme and the horror movie theme stuff out there. Go find it. There is some really awesome, creative, scary, traditional talking spirit board Ouija theme stuff out there everywhere, right? You can find that everywhere. And if you really love that, I am telling you, amazing artists making amazing stuff out there. I want mine to be really unique, really fun, and take some of that scary factor out so we can change the face of this amazing tool. I've been using mine with terrific success. I haven't been using it as often as I thought. I will say this is kind of a Ouija board follow-up, usage follow-up. A lot of times I use it in the morning with my morning coffee. That is awesome. I use it right before bed at night. And I'm kind of discovering a cross between Balkhead Moans. 
appearance on this podcast and Karen Dahlman's appearance on this podcast. Take some practice. Do not expect to be channeling really long, detailed messages at first. You might get one or two words. You might get really short little abbreviated sentences. Keep working with it and test it. Not everything is going to come out true. And when that happens, don't get upset. Just remember, the advice being given is for the moment and your path can change two seconds later. So by the time you get around to testing that, your path could have taken a different direction and maybe that advice or that information no longer applies. Maybe that spirit didn't know if you're talking to a dead spirit of a human. I hate to tell you this, they're not going to know everything. They just won't. They're a dead human spirit. They may not be as plugged into the divine yet. I don't know the process when we cross over, but I know for one thing, they don't know everything, but they may guess or they may state their opinion. And either one of those may not be how things are. So you may perceive it as a lie or a trickster. It might not be that. It may be someone that's just trying to answer a question. So one thing I'm adding to my personal board designs is an I don't know feature and a rephrase your question feature. That will help with clarity because I think there's going to be a lot of communications and there probably has been over the decades with these boards. You're talking to your great aunt Fanny, you know, you're trying to ask her profound stuff and she just doesn't know because she's your dead aunt Fanny. She don't know. She, she's, she's still trying to figure it out on that side and what the heck's going on. And, um, you know, she tells you what she knows. She tells you her best guess. Maybe it's something she's never heard of. And she's just like, uh, yeah, Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and try that. I don't know. Maybe she misunderstood. Maybe you said one thing and you were thinking another and it got kind of twisted in the translation somehow. So here again, when you're playing with your boards, Maybe at the beginning of your session, just state that they can um, ask you to rephrase or simply say when they don't know the answer, okay? But I'm adding that feature into all of my boards, the ones that I create, and uh, so that might help with that little problem a little bit. Also, another one that I am working into my boards while I'm thinking about it, Bal Kedmon wrote some Hebrew script for this project, and the Hebrew script is a command stating only truth may be spoken that stating that only truth may be spoken on that board. So I'm trying to put my own protections and all sorts of fun stuff into it and magics to help people have a little bit more positive experience, kickstart that board into working for them quicker, and they're going to be fun designs on top of it. So yay, I can't wait to release that. And it looks like I might be releasing stuff quicker than I thought and things are moving along. I'm getting people asking for stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm also going to be making, well, I've already started making custom planchettes. Those are a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. And they can be used with any Ouija board. So even if you don't really feel like buying a board, you can buy a really cool custom planchette and I'm changing the shape of the planchette. I'm making them smaller So even if you have a traditional board, there's always that problem of the planchette running off the edge. I'm correcting that. So it's not as much of a problem. You'll have uninterrupted use. Yay! Been learning how to make organite pyramids. I am going to be offering an array of sizes and I'm keeping them affordable. 
There's a lot of people out there making organite pyramids and A, they're making them decorative only. They look really nice, but they don't do anything because they're using inferior materials. There needs to be a certain construction. I've also found that a lot of people out there that make these use metal shavings from machine shops. That's cool. It works. I'm not going to cut them down. I found a better way. I use iron powder. So there's always a section of my pyramids that are gray, kind of a weird gray color. Our bodies have iron in it. It resonates with our bodies. So I put that in it. They all have the crystal. They have the copper, the metals in it. And I'm using other crystals and such to help with other features of these. So I'm amping them up. They'll work not only as an organite pyramid traditionally works, they're also going to help with manifestation. And I've got some in the works to help with emotional healing as well as money manifestation. So we'll see how that goes. They're in the testing stages and they should be available actually pretty soon. Going to be making some candle holders and some other stuff that is going to be conducive to manifestation. It's all going to work with your magic system. And it doesn't matter what kind of magic you practice. Even if you put candles into your magic, it is going to help manifest your intentions. I've got some secrets in there that I've learned. Eventually down the line, I may be doing some attunements on some of this stuff. I've learned how to do that. I can do my own attunements now, and that's been very, very successful, but I haven't really got into that with the magic tool attachment yet, but I'm going to work on a system with that. And crystals, I'm going to be focusing on crystals that can help your magic and help your life and your energies and all sorts of fun stuff. So anyway, keep that in mind. I have secured gostradio.com domain website that will start up sometime in 2022. I don't have anything attached to that right now, but I do have a store in the works. It's not going to have that domain yet. There's a cost attached to be able to attach the domain. Not quite there yet. So maybe once we start selling stuff, it'll make sense. But um, yeah, just ramping up in general. So uh, I guess that's all I've got. That's what you can expect for 2022. Some tips on angels. Of course, the communication from Auntie Eden. Auntie Eden, you're amazing. And uh... oh, shout outs. Okay, well, I guess it's time for shout outs. First shout out. New listener, Rebecca. She's my hairstylist. She texted me earlier today asking me about the podcast. So way to go, Rebecca. And she gives a mean haircut. So thank you, Rebecca. Yay. Glad to have you as part of the group and part of the family. Shout out to Auntie Eden. Oh my gosh. What an amazing, amazing, amazing channeling this week. I hope you all took that to heart. Big shout out to Karen from Karen's Comfort Crystals. Again, we're going to be doing some events together coming up this spring, so you can be looking for that. Also, Karen is going to be doing a show in Nebraska coming up here in a couple weeks, so I'm going to get some information on that. Hopefully be able to present that next week. Also, a big shout out to my neighbor, Izzy, who came over the other day, and she brought me a really cool pair of socks. I've this time of year, I wear a lot of real big fuzzy slippers and socks and stuff, so that was perfect. So thank you, Izzy. She is also a new listener of the podcast, 
she let me put a podcast app on her phone so she can listen to it and get notifications every time I upload a new podcast episode. So yay for Izzy! Right on, girlfriend. Love you. Is that the only shout-outs I got? I think that's the only shout-outs I got. All right. You know what time it is. Tea tag. Let's do a tea tag real quick and then your fortune cookie slip and uh, some lucky numbers and you'll be out of here. Your soul is your highest self. Oh my gosh, it doesn't get any better than that for the end of the year tea tag. Your soul is your highest self. Be good to yourself. Fortune cookie slip. Life is a mirror. If you frown at it, it frowns back. If you smile at it, it returns the greeting. (laughs) How much have I told you since the beginning of this podcast? Like attracts like. What you put out there is going to come back to you. So don't forget. Life is like a mirror. What you're going to put out there is going to be reflected right back at you. Get your pencils ready for your lucky numbers for all of you lottery type players out there. You ready? Here we go. 53, 10, 29, 14, 1, and 21. All right. Good luck out there for all of you lottery players. I still do ongoing money magic for everybody. I have actually had some money magic results. I'll have to recap that next time. It'll give me some more material to talk about. But for now, keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. Don't forget to invite those angels into your life and ask them to help you. And above all, don't forget, you are what made Random Illusions Podcast such an amazing podcast in 2021, and you're going to make it even more amazing in 2022. Why? Because you're going to be tuning in and you're going to be there with me. So don't forget your beverage of choice and have a safe and happy new year, whatever you're doing. And last but not least, I am going to see you next year when we delve into season two. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash GOST radio, twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.